Hi, I'm Jenny Ottaway, and welcome to the foundation of you. Whether you're feeling stuck in your job or you're considering a midlife crisis, hold up, there's a better way. I'm here to help you knock down the walls that no longer serve you. I'll teach you tools to help you rebuild your life, your way, the auto way. Let's get started. All righty. So I just wanted to say a huge welcome and thank you to Lindsay Schroeder, who is joining us today on the podcast, The Foundation of You. Lindsay, you are such an inspiration for me. And that is why I wanted you to um, come on the show and share your gift of inspiration with others. <laughs> to give you a bit of background, so Lindsay uh, was my coach uh, almost a year ago now, and really you opened up for me this whole world of spirituality and how to tap into our spiritual gifts. And not that I wasn't studying that before, like I knew a lot about you know, intuition and, and the different things, which we'll talk about, but it really opened that door for me and gave me permission to, to, um, because of how you were in our coaching sessions, it gave me permission to explore that more deeply. So Lindsay, you're a spiritual wellness, intuitive business and mindset coach. Um, but what I really love about who you are for me is you're a light worker, you're a Reiki master, intuitive healer, and a divine feminine practitioner. Those words just spoke to me when I first read about you or, saw, you know, I heard about you through our, our mutual um, coach, Ruby Lee, but you're those words just leapt off of the website to me because I just, I could feel your energy in that. So share um, a little bit about how you came to discover those gifts that you have. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for that introduction. It's one of my favorite things that I've become this like beacon of oh, I'm ready. Like I'm ready to really crack open. I work with so many private clients who are in that exact same space that you described of like, I've been studying this. I've been doing this. I've been working this. And the integration piece has been missing that it's this conceptual or cerebral understanding of these things, but almost outside of the self. And that the work that I call in and the work that I basically emanate the vibration of for so many clients is that point of, okay, I'm ready to bring this within myself. I'm ready to allow myself to do and be and have all of these things that I've been looking at outside of myself and studying and loving and knowing, mm -hmm. but I'm ready to like bring that within my own mind, my own body, my own soul, and like truly express it. So that's so amazing to hear. Thank you so much for sharing that with me. No. And I know, you know, it's been as I say, almost a year and you have gone on to do incredible things and you're showing up and, you know, in such a powerful way. What, was there anything that has transitioned for you? Was there, you know, what's been part of your growth journey? Do you feel? Yeah, a lot <laughs> has transitioned. 
happened for me. So since our work together, I've stepped into two new roles or titles or self-expressions. Um, as I support a lot of my clients in quote unquote, coming out of the spiritual closet, whatever that means for them, if that's like, Ooh, I use journaling or, Ooh, I'm a meditator or, Oh, I believe in crystals. Or if that's a full pivot in their business to going from something like Ruby did with being a business coach to through the work, allowing herself to say, I am an intuitive coach. Like this is who I am and what I do. I've really shifted in my own version of that coming out of the spiritual closet. I identify now as an alchemist, as a priestess, so much more than just coach, than just mindset, than just even spiritual wellness, which was so polarizing in the beginning when I was launching my business that people were coming to me being like, oh, I just want the business coach. Like, I just want the business. Like, people tell me you can you can make me money. Like, I want that. Like, are you teaching funnels? Are you teaching marketing? Like, what's the meat and potatoes of how you're making people so much money? And I'm like, it's the spiritual wellness aspect. Like, yeah. it's the inner work. It's the personal work. It's that integration of energy of holistic practice. And so for me, I've supported so many people in doing that for themselves and for their own business. And it was a true up level coming out and saying like, I am an alchemist. There is so much magic here. Like I am able to channel. I'm now doing so many different aspects of this deep work and not just once someone's in a program with me and they go, yeah, I want to go deep. Yeah. I want to like hear about all the weird intense stuff. I'm now publicizing it and I'm saying it with more confidence and I'm allowing other people to hear it. And I've let go of the fear of, oh, but it's so much easier to market yourself as a business coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's been one of the biggest transformations professionally. And then my personal life is, oh my God, it's transformed so much. Like I can't even, there are no words for it. I was in such a happy, beautiful place in my personal life for so long. And I've been in such a deep celebration and gratitude and joy and euphoria and this person, this like aligned love has transformed everything. Like I thought I knew happy. I thought I knew overjoyed. Like I thought I knew, I thought I knew manifestation. And when I manifested her, I was like, oh my God, like I didn't even trust <laughs> myself. And I didn't, I wasn't sure if I was ever going to like blow myself out of the water. Like some of my previous manifestations and like calling this aligned partner into my life. I mean, her name is bliss. Her wow. name is and I, I already have her name tattooed on me. Like I've had it for years Yeah, and I have it capitalized, not just the word bliss, but I have it capitalized randomly. It's like the third word in uh, like quote and I capitalized it. And I was so adamant about that years ago when I was getting this tattoo. Like I truly cannot put words to this manifestation to the shift in my personal life and it feels like how we talk about business of like, it's so much fun and I love it all the time. And like, people think I'm crazy when I say that. And I'm just, I'm so happy in all the pillars of my life. Not yeah. that like shit doesn't happen, shit happens, but like, I'm just so thankful and so grateful and so blissed out. I like can barely put words to it. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm getting all you know, teary because it's just so beautiful to, to watch and to hear that, you know, 
because you were the ultimate manifester to me. You know, I remember the stories that you shared and how the things that you would put out there, you would receive. And it's all about that. It's the energy that you put out. You know, it's energy that you put out, but it's also that flow. You know, there's just such an ease and grace with how you, you know, move through the world is is how I <laughs> picture it. So to hear that, you know, what's possible. I mean, I think we all want, we desire that ultimate bliss, you know, and it's just a bonus that <laughs> bliss came into your life. And actually that was her name. <laughs> yeah. You know, the universe heard you, you know, the universe heard you said, oh, you want bliss? Well, here she is. Right. And like, I, I could not have designed this person better. Like if I literally went to a factory and was like, here is exactly what I want. And like some of the specificities that came up, I'm like, I asked for these like specific details and it just, it still blows my mind. I mean, I created an entire course about through because of manifesting her like within I think two months of meeting her I created a course and collaborated with my friend Natalie who is an astrologer who looked at our charts and was like holy f like you guys are aligned loves like in our astrology charts it's insane to look at like how perfectly matched we are like the things that I'm craving and want she is and does and the things that like she craves and wants like I am and do and so I I built an entire course teaching my manifestation practice because I was like I thought I had a good manifestation practice before this but like this one this like refinement this edit this is fire and I need to share it so I like launched it so fast afterwards because I was like guys like this works. Like I can't even like make this shit up. Like this is, it works so much. Like, do you want aligned love? Do you want aligned love? Here's a process. Here's a step-by-step process and breakdown. And I'm like, this is how work gets to be that like my life just informs my work and my work informs my life. And every little bit of what I'm doing deepens everything that like every dollar I'm spending, every way I spend my time, every book I'm reading, every podcast I'm listening to grows my business and grows my alignment, grows my self-expression, grows my self-love. I'm like, this is, this is the life, man. Yeah. And actually, I remember when you and I were working together, you would say, Jenny, you get to have it all. You changed the wording from, um, you know, I have to do something to you get to. And so when you put it in words like that and you say, you know, every podcast, every every book, everything that you listen to or watch is there to you know, to grow, to help you. Like, it's such a beautiful way of, of perspective, you know, looking at things through a lens of this is there to help me grow and help me to be a better person. Yes. And, and like, it's that's all it is, is a perspective shift. I mean, everything has two sides to every coin. Like this could be the most difficult thing, or this could be the most beautiful lesson that you ever learn. It doesn't necessarily mean that it will be easy or fun or light. Like, I'm not saying that like stuff doesn't happen in my life and my day-to-day experience, but like mm. when I catch myself going down into those low vibrations, going down into the, oh, victim, oh, woe is me. Oh, I have to, oh, that happened to me. I consciously 
shift as soon as I'm able, as soon as I'm ready into, I get to do this growing through this instead of going through it, you know, reaching for my highest self-expression and letting go of the fear, the anxiety, the resentment, the like the 3D human stuff that we naturally use as a crutch. It's not required. It's just a pattern that we see around us all the time. And it takes conscious work to shift that pattern. Mm. And I know that, you know, you work a lot with, um, you know, you say that your alchemist um, energies have sort of come to the fore. What is it like? Because I know you worked with plant medicines and I'm actually just watching a series right now called Proven, which is all about, you know, natural therapies and herbs and, you know, things that we have forgotten or had forgotten. But of course, there's, you know, with this wellness, um, everybody's um, you know, sort of waking up or I hate to say waking up, but you know, people are becoming more aware of what's available if they choose. So tell me, you know, I know you've been involved in that, like what that, what has that, how has that helped your spiritual growth? I mean, plant medicines are a massive part of each of my like ascension parts, the like, okay, I've cracked out of this shell. I have moved from this chrysalis. Like every time I go from caterpillar to butterfly, I'm like plant medicine is a part of that. And sometimes that plant medicine is cacao. Sometimes that plant medicine is, you know, a specific type of herb. Sometimes it's space clearing. Other times it's plant medicines like psilocybin, like ayahuasca and just the transformation, the self-understanding, the connection to the earth, the connection to consciousness and awareness and the fact that we are truly all vibration, like my understanding of reality and time and even vibrational manifestation feelings in general, like relationships, connections, how we communicate, how we interact, everything is transformed by my work with plant medicine. How do you, and how do you turn off? I can imagine there's a lot of energy around, <laughs> around you that you might pick up on. What's your way or method to protect yourself? Lots and lots of baths. Yes. <laughs> I'm crazy. I'm like such a crazy, like bath lady. Like I obsess over my bath. My bath has been like published in magazines and I, like I, love my bath so much. This apartment has like, I'm in a one bedroom apartment in like Chicago and I have a three person jacuzzi bathtub in inside. It's amazing. There's like white columns and mirrors all over. And it's because baths are my jam. Like baths help me so much. I become a better channel in baths because I'm a, like my sun sign is a fire sign. So I have a lot of heat. I have a lot of intensity. I have a lot of energy. I have a lot of go, go, go nature. And I tend to default to my divine masculine and a bath brings me right back to the full embodiment of my divine feminine. It's also Mm. so cleansing, so clearing, so relaxing, so rejuvenating. It is truly like my projection charm is my bath. Yeah. Well, that's really interesting. Cause I, I look at baths as well, I take showers. So for me, it's the same concept. I have a shower in the morning and I have a shower at night and it's that same sort of cleansing. I do so many, I have these amazing thoughts, you know, what is it about water that is so productive you know? and yet it does a cleansing job, right? 
water is programmable. Water amplifies. I also think that water offers us a silence that is not silent. So silence is so difficult for a lot of us, for our 3D minds, for our human brains, for like our understanding. And water in general kind of muffles and mutes the like outer noise and allows you to tap into the inner sound. And it is, it's a segue into silence that is so much easier for a lot of us, me included, that when my mind is running, when my energy is running, when I'm in that divine masculine, when I feel myself pushing, forcing and hustling, and I'm like, Ooh, no, I don't want that anymore. Like I want to receive, I want to allow, I want to become that channel again. Water is always my solution. When I need to like chill myself out, when I'm heightened, when I need to release cortisol, when I'm feeling overstimulated, like a live wire from all of the vibrations that I'm picking up, water is the solution. And I can program it. I can, it's so multifaceted that like a bath can do a hundred things for me. Mm. And even drinking water can also, you know, the way that we drink water, we, you know, I did, I've done a lot of studies since you and I have worked together on theta healing and how our cells are, you know, everything, our body is made up of so much water and our cells are listening. And when we hydrate ourselves in a particular way, then we're more receptive and open and it, you know, allows us to feel differently. And, you know, I, I can feel it myself. I can feel it in my skin if I'm not having or drinking enough water or liquid. So it's such a, as you say, there's so much to it, you know, and, and, and even I'm just thinking your, um, your membership is even called water. Oh, water is yeah. the membership and deep waters for my deeper explorations. Yeah. But going back to drinking water and like hydration, I remember sitting on a call with, when I was pregnant, I got a health coach because I was like, all right, I want, I'm doing this naturally. I'm going to have a wild pregnancy, a free birth. And I was like, I want all the support that like food and herbs and all of these things can do for me. And I remember her talking to me about my hydration because drinking water is difficult for me. I've never been one of those people who can like chug water or drinks consistently. It's always been something that I get to focus on and get to like work on and learn the lesson from instead of like, Ooh, this one's autopilot. And I just remember her saying to me, you know, blah, 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 this drinks water, drinks water, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, 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 cool. And finally she was like, no, no, no. I need you to drink more water. And I'm going to tell you why you should do it. And I was like, okay. And I'm like, yeah, it's good for your body. Make my skin clear. And she goes, it'll help your intuition. And I was like, what? I'm listening now. And she's like, I know now you're listening. <laughs> Technical body thing. She's like, but think about this. Like when we're talking anything that's like moving energy through it, if it's shriveled and dried, it's not a good conduit. She was like, the more hydrated you are, the plumper and healthier and the more liquid, the more like movement, the more space to channel, the more intuitive you are. She's like, so drink your water because it will up your intuition. And it is unbelievably true. And as soon as she said that, I was like, okay, I have like I, that dropped in and I am like ready to listen to you now. I'm ready to prioritize that now. Yes. And would you recommend, cause I've been reading certain things, um, lately of, you know, different types of water. So if you add a little, a pinch of salt into the water, then your body absorbs that better. What's your take on that? Oh yeah. I remineralize all of my water. So I have a distiller at home. Um, cause I want to pull all the fluoride out of everything. No fluoride in my toothpaste, no fluoride in my water. Like 
I think my child has had like three glasses of water that have fluoride in them her entire life. I like bring bottles of water from home that are distilled and then remineralized. So I put pink Himalayan sea salt and or Celtic sea salt, uh, just a little pinch to like remineralize them in all of our waters. Is that how you get rid of anything like the chlorine or the fluoride or anything that's in the the treated water? Is that how you get rid of those things when you say distilled? Is it? Yeah, I do that with the distiller. So it's like, it's a filter. You like put the water inside of it and then it goes up through it, goes through like a physical and um, like the transformation uh, to purify the water and to pull the large and the small particles out. I mean, it's disgusting to see what's in this thing. Like after you do just one round, like one gallon of water, I'm like, we're drinking that, that's sitting and calcifying the pineal gland. Like, oh, no, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know when my girls were little, I noticed that our when we would have showers, the there was a chlorine smell. Yeah. And, you know, obviously that's to treat the water. And I so I put a filter, um, like a, it had like sand and granules, you know, I got it from the water shop and it purified it. And then their skin felt better, their skin wasn't as dry, they didn't have as as bad of eczema. So there was yeah, we're putting, you know, too many things in. So it's important to take those out. So as you say, you can get that, the goodness that yep. water is there to provide. Yeah. How much though? And so then as your, so the, the hydration and, and that opens up your intuition and your ability to channel, you know, how does that, like, do you, use that in your, are you doing any other like group sessions or how does that kind of, I know you do it in private coaching. Is there other ways that you use that? Yeah. So like I'll teach on baths, I'll teach on amplification practices. I will also often channel for the programs that I'm doing. So for instance, in June, I'm launching um, and enrolling for Abundant and Embodied, which is my group coaching program. And so it's for solopreneurs to learn spiritual tools through the solopreneur lens. So rather than just learning meditation, it's meditation when you own a heart-led business. How can mm -hmm. meditation be your best business mentor? And practices that I personally use and the adaptations of them and how you can use them. And I will often sit and channel and figure out like, okay, what specific aspects or I'll put the 10 practices that I would love to teach if, you know, I could do a 10 year program and I'm like, okay, which ones are important or like, who am I calling in and what will they be most attracted to it and make those decisions through channeling. There's so many times where I'm in my bathtub with like the iPad and the phone and the journal and my spell pen and all my stuff around me. And I'm like literally drying hands off, writing, getting in water, like drying hands off, writing, changing this, playing music, like lighting things on fire like doing all of these things I'm just like a little nerd in the bathroom for like two or three hours because it amplifies my ability to channel it amplifies my visioning it amplifies my clairaudient abilities the way that I feel everything is amplified when I'm in that bath portal wow wow and so it's and and it uh, provides you with all this creativity you know that so many people can feel blocked and are there any strategies that you do other than, you know, to, or maybe are there, is there any um, advice that you could give people? Like I know for myself, I'm very much about what we, what we bring into our, our world, into our lives. We, you know, 
all that negativity or if there's, you know, certain programs on, on shows that we watch, we think that they're harmless, but they're not. So, you know, is there any, I guess, any advice that you can give people on, you know, be aware of that, right? Oh yeah. I mean, everything that you're taking in is affecting your vibration. Like you are the collection of the things that are around you, the things that you're thinking, the things that you're seeing, the things that you're feeling, the things that you're speaking or writing, the feelings that you're having. Mm -hmm. So it's not that I'm saying never watch Netflix, never listen to that, you know, comedy hour, but let's be intentional about it. So I have different shielding and protection practices for different things. Like I love scrolling on TikTok. I love binging my Netflix shows. But when I do that, I set the intention that this is relaxing, that this is allowing me to like laugh and have fun and be stimulated and energized by this. And if it doesn't make me feel that way, I'm aware of it. Like I'm conscious and present. So I'm like, oh, maybe pull that person out of my feed or maybe that show isn't for me. Or maybe I need to like do a shielding practice. Like when I watch shows, um, like for instance, I'm watching Game of Thrones again right now with my girlfriend and I like shield from that because there's so much violence in it because it does like dull my senses down to violence if I'm not paying attention to that. And I'm like, okay, yes, this is creative artistic expression, but like human life and the vibration of each of us, like this is so important and this is so like remarkable and this desensitizes me to it. So I'm going to put this specific shield up. And I know we talked about shielding and protection of the auric field in our work. Mm -hmm. And I change what that material is because the visual and tactile sense of the material changes the type of protection. So when I'm working with a client, it might be something like a crystal or a bubble where I can see back Mm -hmm. and forth and it's a little bit more porous. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I just flashed my rose crystal quartz. (laughs) (laughs) And then for a show like that, it might be stone or metal. It might be fire. It might be water. Like I will change them based off of what that intention is. And I will set that intention and that vibration to protect me in that way. And just becoming conscious. Like if we want to go technical in connection with the spiritual or the etheric or the energetic, technically just being aware of it, telling the brain that, giving that mandate, giving that direction changes the way that you're absorbing and processing. Mm. Yeah. And how do you, how did you find your tribe? Did you, were you like one of the first people to, (laughs) to in amongst your group? Like, this is one thing that I find is, you know, there's this whole world out there that I just didn't even know, like a year ago, if you'd said to me, I'd be playing in this space, because I just, I consider it playing every day is just such a gift and such a joy to discover all these different tools that we have at our, you know, accessibility. Um, And how did you find the people or did they find you? Both. So I shouted from the rooftops. Like I have been for quite a while, like even back before I like went full time into this, I was the crazy like girl at work that had crystals and tarot cards and this and that, like there were multiple C-suite level you know, execs at my office that just knew Lindsay knows stuff that I don't know how she knows. And we just don't talk about it. But like, if you need, like, go, go talk to her. If you have a question that's, you know, a little, a little out there, a little different, or that, you know, maybe somebody else can't know. Like, I can't tell you how many times my boss would be like, do you know that? Or do you know that? Because I knew stuff that I couldn't know. And it's because of my intuition. It's because of my practices. It's because of my work. And so I've been 
very loudly speaking of it to a certain degree, to a certain level. I know I mentioned like going even further and being even more authentic and aligned, like plant medicines, for instance, as I up-level into alchemist, into priestess, I've been much more forthcoming and direct and sharing about that. But I've always been a shout it from the rooftops about energy and intuition and all of the things that were aligned for me once I kind of went to college I had shut it down when I was younger and so once I found it again I was like I'm never going to shut up about this yeah one of my other practices is I become a lighthouse for my clients and so I've done that practice for years where I like actually turn myself into a lighthouse and beam light out into the darkness calling in those aligned clients and I realized I could do that for friendships for collaborators for colleagues and so 2019 and 2020 were both years of me calling in aligned friendships because that was an area where I really struggled finding friends who I could be really authentic and really honest and now my best friend is oh we're just in such alignment and I've like never been more grateful more thankful for a best friend who can like speak my language and understands me and is so intuitive and so gifted herself and I get to work with the most amazing collaborators and colleagues and just finding that tribe has been so important and so powerful and it was all again housed within me. So like I, I had the tools to call that in once I shifted from like, oh, it's happening to me or it's not happening for me to, I get to, I have control. Like there's things that I can do that call that in. Let me set the intention. Let me do the work. Let me allow and then receive. Yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with that ability to say no, you know, to say no to the things that no longer serve you or, you know, or, it's like you say, that intention setting, you know, what do I want? What am I looking for from the people that I surround myself with? Am I looking for gossip? Am I looking for drama? You know, all those things. No, <laughs> you know, yeah. they don't, they don't energetically make us feel good. They, they, you know, it, it's brings up the comparison and those, those feelings that, you know, we get to choose what we let into our aura and energy. Yes. Yes. And when you start making choices, when you start shifting from have to to get to, everything changes. Mm, yeah. And and just those those people, you know, that you call in, it's um funny, you know, working with Ruby and she said, you know, how she accelerated the process was she said, you know, I want to run wild with the wolves. You know, I want to call in the people that are going to accept me for who I am. And I think for myself, you know, obviously in all of us, you know, we want to have that tribe of people who get us, who can speak that language and, and even, you know, ask us or, you know, get us to think bigger to think larger, you know, the, the, cause we can think small on our own, <laughs> you know, we, that conditioning from childhood or the trauma or whatever, you know, we can think small and it's it, when those days when we're feeling, you know, we need that support or we can't get beyond our, our own self, you know, the, the, the walls that we put up ourselves, then that's when having those friends who, you know, and those people around you who lift you up and support you and guide you and say, you know, this is where you want to be. This is how it is. You know, it yeah. really, so and really, that's what I've noticed in the, in the last year. And, you know, people listen differently 
do you find like you know people there are some people that will listen to what you're saying and then they you know they they either they'll want to one up you <laughs> It's like, you think you've got it bad. Well, I've got it even worse, you know, when really the skill of listening is just, it's just about listening and, yeah. and honoring that person and honoring their experience and, you know, and honoring them as a human and validating, you know, validating that experience. Yeah. I mean, it's so much of this work to just be able to do that for yourself and for other people is to hear yourself, to hear someone else and just suspend the judgment and understand and process it vibrationally and see and feel and hear and integrate. Like it's, it's such a skill and it's one that we're not really taught. No. And, and how did you tap into that? How, you know, did you have somebody sort of, you know, you said your colleagues or the people you worked with were like, did you know that? Like, how did you then, did you just start seeking out, you know, other people? Like, how did that, how did that grow in you? How did finding like aligned collaborators grow within me? Yeah. Or just, you know, that, listening skill you said we're not taught you know we aren't taught how to listen or to you know we're not taught certain skills how did you find that for yourself or is it just something that's you know it was there all the time for me I started doing a lot of work in understanding vibration and energy and so once I got to that point then I transferred that into listening and words and interaction that I did a lot of internal work myself about understanding vibration where I was putting language and like, I love words. Words are like so important mm. and so much fun and so beautiful for me, but I was putting words on things, on feelings, on experiences, on judgments, on trauma and interactions. And I'm like, that word carries a vibration all its own. So as soon as I labeled this thing with that word, it starts to shift the vibration or shift my perception of the vibration. I'm like, what if I suspended the need for labeling for words? and focused on the vibration as I started to really do work around vibration, energy, like frequency, spiritual processing. And so I kind of like backed into that understanding. So when I'm doing coaching work, I'm listening to the vibration. I'm tasting the energy more than I'm hearing the words a lot of times. Yes, that's right. You taste, you, what is that called when you? Clear gustinance? Mm. I should look that up. I should know that. It's definitely like not as popular as like clairvoyance or clairaudience. Let's see. Claire for tasting energy. Come on. Where are you? Claire Gustinance. Claire Gustinance. Yeah. Such a, you know, such a unique way of experiencing. And yet, you know, taste, smell, you know, all those senses tap us into something higher you know evoke something so that you know and I think it's just that ability to be able to stop you know tune out to everything else that's going on around us because there is there are so many distractions and it's that ability to just stop and say well, what is this what is this teaching me or what is what is that I'm you know I'm being guided what is what am I being guided to yeah Oh gosh, so beautiful. I mean, there's so many 
different ways to express ourselves spiritually and to connect into, you know, the energy and, and the vibrations, as you say, around us. And I, that was the work that we did around that was so powerful because we, you know, we're not, again, we're not taught that energy and vibration. I've been doing a lot of work in the quantum physics space of, and quantum field health and, and, you know, vibrations and um, just how to manifest. And, you know, it's amazing what you call in, be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it. (laughs) Oh my God. That's like one of the advanced things that I love to teach in manifestation is like, let us be really, really intentional. Cause there are so many times where I will look at my manifestation list of like what I was calling in and then see like, Ooh, yeah. Things that I would like leave off or things that I would like put on there. Cause I felt like I was supposed to put that on there or that's what I should want. But like be intentional about what you're wishing for, because you, as Abraham Hicks says, like you launch, launch that rocket of desire and like it is, it is in your vortex then, like it is ready and available. And as soon as you match that vibration, you let it in. And, you know, there's two things. One, I just want to share a quick story from yesterday. Um, I better say the, the other one, because that's the thought that came is that everybody has this ability. So it's not something that, that is only available to, you know, people who've studied it or whatever, you know, we all have this innate ability to, um, to feel, to manifest, to, um, no, feel it's not the right word. Help me. It's like, you know, we have this ability to be intuitive and to, um, you know, know things, know things at a, at a, at a, that level. But the, the story I just want to quickly share is yesterday, I got up early and it was still dark outside because it's winter here in Australia. (laughs) So it was dark and I turned on my light next to my bed and, you know, I was kind of, I opened the blinds and I thought, oh my gosh, I don't want people to see inside. The light is showing, you know, highlighting me. And I literally tiny, tiny bumped my side table. So the light sits on the side table. I literally just, cause I was making the bed and I just tiny bumped it and the light went out and I was like, <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, like, and you're listening. I know. And I hadn't said it out loud. It was just a thought that I had. And do you know that globe? It went like the, the globe didn't work. I had to change the light bulb. I was like, okay, yeah. be careful. What like, you say. Uh, thank you for that confirmation. <laughs> yeah. So those sorts of things, everybody has, you know, access to, and you were saying, you know, when you write down your intentions, you know, you're very specific. That's the whole point. Yeah. And some of us are specific manifestors when it comes to like the specificity of what it is that you want. Others of us are specific based on the vibration, based off of the energy. Cause it's like, which way do you back into what it is that you want? Is it by getting really, really clear on what the nuance of those feelings are or getting really, really clear on what the nuance of that thing or that action or that adventure is. So there are so many different ways to develop your manifestation skill set. Mm, mm. And so is there anything then that you're uh, working on now that, you know, you want to maybe talk about that is kind of, you, you mentioned, you know, you're now a um, alchemist and um, what's the word? Um, a priestess. Yeah, priestess. I was like princess. <laughs> <What is the laughs> word? 
because you're, yeah, you're that as well. Um, how, you know, is there, how, how is that manifesting? What, what does that look like? That's that work. A lot more of the work that I'm doing in private coaching, as well as in group coaching, as well as at my retreats and, you know, one-on-one in-person sessions and ceremonies and rituals that I'm holding are going much deeper into this vibrational potency, a lot of channeling, a lot of hands-on vibrational moving, releasing, transmuting. I'm also like teaching others who are moving into an alchemist or into a priestess role. So many different aspects. I recently just created an archetype exploration to help others explore the queen, the empress, the goddess, the priestess. It's been super helpful. So I offer like a workbook to explore them, to start to understand them, to ideally move to a space of embodying them and a beautiful meditation to just like allow you to get a taste of it. And it's something that has been really transformative and supportive for me. And so I've been offering that to people to allow others to wade into this space like I did with much more ease because it's facilitated, it's supported, it's here are some things to explore, try them, get access and exposure to these things. It's so helpful. Mm, mm, It just sounds beautiful. As well. Yeah, you give me the link so that I can share that in the notes below. And also I'll share all the other ways that people can get in contact with you and to explore working with you. It's just, you know, you're on such a, oh, you know, a beautiful um, trajectory, you know, it just gets better and better hearing what you're up to. So I am so grateful to you for coming on and sharing your gifts and what you're about. And this has just been such a um, enlightening conversation too, for me, (laughs) you know, there's still things I don't know. (laughs) It's been really lovely. Um, Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Thanks so much for sharing your time with me today. I hope you enjoyed the energy we created and gained further insights around what fulfillment means to you. If you love the vibe and want to live a more inspired life, I offer one-on-one coaching with my Foundation for Fulfillment signature course. More freedom, more fulfillment, starting now. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. Share and leave a review to let others know how this podcast made you feel. And remember, there is no ceiling, only the one you create. So keep raising the roof. Till next time.